Hello, hello, hello. We are in season four of the Chasing Dreams podcast. First and foremost, I want to thank everyone who has been down for the ride, okay? I've learned a lot. I hope you've learned a lot. I've heard you've laughed a lot, okay? Get a few jokes in here or there. But most importantly, I hope you walked away with gems. Now, season four is going to be a little bit different. We are going from a seasonal podcast to a year-round podcast. So that means every Tuesday, I want you to check in with the Chasing Dreams podcast, okay? Now, with that being said, I'm not just going to fill up your timeline with needless information. Every episode will be jam-packed with some amazing content. Some content may be bonus episodes, some may be interviews, some may be one-on-one conversations. So make sure you are tuned in for the Chasing Dreams podcast. And as always, make sure you subscribe, make sure you leave a genuine rating and view, share this episode with someone who needs to hear it, and most importantly, follow me on all social media platforms at Tierra Nicole Riley. Now, let's get into these episodes. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Chasing Dreams podcast. Today, I have Miss Corey Fonville Foster who is the owner of IROC Marketable Business Solutions in her home state of Virginia. She lost her vision in her left eye in high school due to a rare and curable eye condition. In her 20s, she experienced a number of setbacks that made her continuation in the medical profession less than ideal. However, with a bit of self-advocacy and a great support system, Corey was able to retool her skills in helping others to launch her first business. I rock mind and body and soul who shifts in interest and desire to do more later brought it her to her current business, uh, which is I rock marketable business solutions. I promise I can read y'all. I promise. I swear I can. I have a whole degree. Okay. <laughs> She's a full-time entrepreneur a speaker through Distinguished Toastmaster, and a business coach looking to help small businesses solve their big marketing problems through nationwide virtual services. Welcome to the podcast, Corey. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I'd like to start each conversation by asking, what is the dream for you? What is the dream? I guess when I think about if I if I picture my 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 vision of what my life could possibly be, my dream would be that I would have financial freedom. I think that's everybody's dream. I want to be able to live a life where I'm not gilded to oh I have to pay bills so I can't do this I can't do that. So having a comfortable lifestyle, having a nice home for my family, and being able to make the impact that I want to make. I love helping other people. And I feel great when I see others do well. So the fact that I would be financially free enough to do those things and, you know, have that family life and also leave a legacy, that would be the vision. Wow. And fingers crossed it happens, but that's the vision for me. 
Absolutely. So when did you realize the dream and how has it changed over the years? Oh my gosh, it took a while. It took a while, I will admit, just like my bio says, um, I actually started off in the medical field. I went to school. Originally, I was going to be a psychologist, again, kind of helping people, uh, yeah. but not not where I am now. Then I went into um, doing medical, so I did like CNA, so that's a certified nurse, nursing assistant. I, then I did a medical assistant, and then I was actually in school to become a registered nurse. So again, I always knew I wanted to help people, but yeah. wow, did the vision change when <laughs> Look, no pun intended, my vision changed. And so um, after going through some things myself, when I actually was told, and I'll, I'll keep this short, but when I was around 20, 25, I believe it was, um, I had had this eye condition for many, many years, um, but it didn't affect me to the point where I could still work, I could still function. But when I turned 25, I actually just started going blind. There's no nice way to put it. I couldn't see people's faces. I couldn't see my hand in front of me. I was literally going blind and I had had doctors since my youth. My mom had gotten me these eye specialists and I remember the lady coming in and she said, you know what, Corey, you need to, you know, get real with yourself, go home and be okay with going blind and get disability. And I'm not going to lie. Everybody's like, oh, you're such a strong person, but I went home <laughs> I got my mind together and I settled in for going blind. And that's what I did. I sat at home. I that that sad depression and cloud came over and I was just sad. And then eventually I said, no, this isn't me. God didn't put me here. I, he didn't put me in this place to just have this be my life. I wasn't gifted with the brain I have and the personality to sit here like this. So long story short, I fired those doctors <laughs> and I started a business based on that. And that's when I started saying, you know what? Here's the vision. I want to help people. So I don't know how I'm going to help people. <laughs> because again, right. at the time I didn't have a lot of vision, but I said, I'm going to help people some way. So I just started steadily trying to figure out what I could do and how could I do it. You know, even now I have to do it things maybe differently than someone else, but the vision is still clear now. I want to be a help to others and I want to also leave a legacy and help my family. And so I guess, yeah, that was a long story. I didn't make it that short, but that, that's how it happened. I really had to find like a confidence and a power within in order to help others. What they say, you can't pour out of an empty cup. Yeah. I had to fill my cup up with confidence and with want. And then I reached out and now I'm able to do the same with others and say, hey, if I can do it, you for sure can do it. <laughs> Absolutely. And one thing that you said that stuck out uh, with people saying, you're so strong. I really want people to realize that's not a compliment. It's not. <laughs> like, it's really not. Like, those of us who are strong are honestly tired of being strong. Like, <laughs> like yes, oh my, preach it, preach it. Sis is tired, okay? Um, yes. And I get that a lot, especially when people find out um, my, my journey to motherhood, I guess you can say. Um, so in 2016, I miscarried twins. And when I the more details I share about that story, um, a lot of times people are like, oh my God, you're so strong. And it's just like, I don't want to be. <laughs> Why does life have to be so hard? <laughs> like I was not given an option. Like, let's be clear about that. You know what I mean? Like I didn't ask for this at mm -hmm. all. Um, and and it, that's one of the things is that you discover your strength when you need it. 
Exactly. And I think women have a strength that they don't even realize they have. Um, you know, people are always talking about, oh, childbirth. You know, who knew you had that strength? I surely didn't. <laughs> I didn't know I had the strength when I was going through it. <laughs> but but when I got through it, everybody's like, oh, yeah, you were so strong. Well, thank you. I know I, if I could have not had to be so strong, I would have appreciated, appreciated that as well. Okay. And I actually delivered the twins. And I remember when, when my water broke, I thought I was dying. Like that's when the real pain kicked because they induced my labor. So that's oh. when the real pain kicked in. And I was just like, this is death. I am dying. I am actually dying right now. Um, and my mom was there at the hospital with me and she delivered me and my sister via C-section. So she had never even experienced it. She oh, was like, she was lucky. <laughs> she was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. To like, I don't know what to tell you. And I was just like, I don't know either. I'm dying. <laughs> and then when the epidural kicked in, I was like, huh, I feel nothing. <laughs> Look, you're lucky I had an epidural, but I I was one of those, like, I'm going to make it as long as I can. Oh, okay. Do that. Go ahead. If you know you're going to get one, just go ahead and get one. But I did that. And so by the time they did it, it only was enough to give me one shot. It didn't get to do, like, the pump. So I had that continuous flow. So I'm pushing, enjoying that no pain. And then the pain hit. Yeah, won't do that again. I want to be like, go ahead and bring mine. <laughs> bring, it, bring it on. Yes, that oh, was crazy. God. Yeah, when they induced me, I was at 23 weeks. So we knew the outcome, right? So yes. I was like, have it ready. I'll let you, so because I started with like an IV pain medicine drip. And then I was like, but have the epidural ready because I'm not doing this with y'all. Um, and I actually almost cursed the nurse out because I was like, what is taking so long? You're supposed to have it ready. I don't understand. I am dying. <laughs> No, I was super nice to everyone. I'm actually usually a very stern person, yeah. but because I've been in the medical field, I knew that yeah. they're actually nice to you when you're nice. I was like, please, yeah. I don't mean to be a bother, but if I could please yeah. have this medicine. And I will say, I was definitely nice. Well, one, I'm getting ready to like deliver my stillborn children, right? Yeah, a little different, yeah. A little different. But two, I mean, I was relatively nice as, you know, dealing with all of the grieving process I was going through. But when that pain hit, I was like, baby, y'all got <laughs> to move a little quicker. Like, please, I am not. So um, now that I'm expecting my baby girl, I, I told my boyfriend, I said, listen, this is not your jurisdiction. You have no say. I will be on drugs. <laughs> will be on drugs. Yes. About that. Because the pain, like, I will never forget that pain. It, it was awful. Like it was just like I don't remember it. I remember telling myself, Corey, it's the worst pain imaginable, but I don't remember it. I went to a really great Lamaze class and I recommend it for anyone because they taught me to visualize. Um, and I really I, I told everybody every I was a little old D, I'm gonna give you this. Your husband's gonna think your boyfriend will think you're crazy if you do it, but I gave everyone a ticket. And it said, admit one, you must be quiet or you'll be asked to leave. And they were handed out beforehand to family who was invited. The nurses knew if they don't have a ticket, don't ask me any questions. Once you enter the room, if you're not a doctor, you are to remain silent, period. And I had a silent birth. I, no one spoke. The doctor barely spoke to me. It was quiet. I visualized and it, we, went, we went through, we went fast. That's what I said, we didn't even have time to do it. A lot because I just sat there and was like I would tap my leg when I was ready to push and they said well let us know when you're having a contraction I would just tap <laughs> and that was it so go to Lamaze classes 
they do help if you if you do the visualizations and things like that take a tour of the facility so you know what to expect because yeah. it looks like a spaceship is happening they, they're removing pieces and doing stuff yeah. but yeah i i like to be in control so i had a birth plan that was printed out i handed things out i wanted things to be as smooth as possible even though things happen you never know like they lost my placenta they lost it <laughs> just yeah they, they had to call in different doctors yeah you would think it, it shouldn't be lost <laughs> but yeah I, I promise you, my mom, my family were like, what do you mean? They were like, well, I know you have one because you just had a baby. Right. And I was at a teaching hospital. So the third, the girl who was learning couldn't find it. The doctor who was training her couldn't find it. Then they had to bring in additional doctors. I swear they brought in the janitor from the hall. But eventually they found it. And it was in there. But yeah, it was crazy. Things that will never happen at Grace Love Memorial. Okay. Okay. And they are a teaching hospital as well. So no excuse. No, I'm joking. They're a whole team. I, I mean, at the point, like the baby's already out. They've already taken the baby. I'm just yeah. like, what's what's happening? Like, I moved my body parts. Like that's just weird. And it's still in there. You know, it's not like they lost it on the floor. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, um, People don't. The stories are funny. Yeah, that was a bit of a tangent. But let's just circle back for a second. So, how do you use confidence and mindset shifting to help small business entrepreneurs? Yeah, so I find that mindset, I tell my, my clients, mindset is 50% of it. You would think like, oh, you have to have the social media piece, you have to have the clients, all the things. If you're not in the right mindset, Hello. it's so hard. It's Hello. so hard because you're you're thinking, I want to be a business owner, I want to be successful, but you need to have the mindset of, I am successful. When you yeah. make a decision, you say, what would a successful business owner do? Yeah. Instead of, you know, you want to go to sleep and spend time. I tell some of my clients, you want to spend time looking at your husband in the face instead of doing your work. What would a successful business owner do? Get to work. Um, so I tell them, you know, have the mindset of you've already, you're already there. Yeah. We're just, we're just, our body's catching up, but we're already there. So we talk a lot about um, having, like I said, that business mindset, that boss mentality. Um, and I tell them too, I really believe in the law of affirmation. So what you put out, you bring in. And That's I tell them, don't expect things to happen overnight, right? Yeah. I always tell people, think about the fact that we know what we know what momentum is. In your life, you're on a journey. You're either going in the wrong direction or the right direction. And I said, picture that your life is the boulder. You're pushing it, either in the wrong or the right direction. And if you start changing your mindset, now, depending on how fast you were going in that direction, yeah. is going to matter how long it's going to take you to switch, right? right? So if I am already a positive person, I already have a good mindset, and then I make some additional changes, I was already going the right direction. So as I'm pushing my boulder, it's just getting faster, and you're going to see growth faster. But if I've spent 20 odd years going in the wrong direction as yeah. fast as I can, it's going to take a while to slow that down change those habits and start going in the right direction. So I tell people have that mindset and understand that it may take you a little longer than Sally or whoever next to you, but you'll still get there if you keep the right mindset and you stay confident because you're already an expert, right? You're already an expert in your field. You already have learned all the things that you need to, to get started. And you know what you need to do to get to the next level. You just have to believe it. I tell people I have sold them coaching packages and sold them marketing packages without them ever seeing my work. By the time we end the call, I'm like, you're ready. What kind of life do you want to live? Let's go. And they're like, how do you do that? I'm like, confidence. I know I can help them. They feel it and they trust me. So yeah. that's something that I teach my clients. Yeah, confidence and mindset are some of the best tools we can have as entrepreneurs. 
for sure. And I've said it before, and I will I will die on this hill. The law of attraction is real, y'all. It Either is. You are actively participating in it or not. You are exactly. exactly. It's going to happen regardless. <laughs> Everything that's happening in your life, you are attracting whether intentionally or not. So be very careful what you speak over your life, how you think about your life and the things that you do because you're attracting it one way or the other. Exactly. So what advice would you give a new entrepreneur about finding their unique self and audience? When I talk to brand spanking new entrepreneurs, sometimes they don't even have a business yet. They have a thought. <laughs> they have a dream. They're like, I, I want to do something else. I don't want to work a nine to five. I say, okay, great. Take a, take a look at what skills you have. Almost like your resume, but look at your whole life what skills do you already have? And then what do you want to do and how can we make that mesh? Right. Because some people will say, well, I want, like for me, I want to help people. That could mean so many things. What skills do you already have in your toolbox that go to helping people and then monetize those skills? You can always change and do other things. You can always add to your, your, your greatness and your wealth of knowledge, but use what you have now. Mm -hmm. How can we monetize that? Um, and make something magical out of that. So that's what I tell people because people come to me with so many ideas and yeah. I'm like, but you don't know how to do that yet. <laughs> you know, you want to help people make websites, but you can't, you can't string a, a sentence together. You don't know anything about coding. So maybe that's not it. Maybe you should do image, uh, image consulting because you know what you want it to look like, but you don't know the back end yet. So okay. we talk about those types of things. So yeah, using what you already have and then learning how to monetize that would be something I would definitely tell a newbie yeah. Um, because everybody's like, I want to be a coach, a coach of what, right. <laughs> a coach of what? And do you have results in the thing you're trying to coach? Exactly. Yeah. That, that, it's always an interesting topic and an interesting talk, but I try to be really candid with people. I don't want to waste time and I don't want them to waste their time. A lot of people are so ideas of, Oh, I could do this. It's simple. Or I know somebody who's done this, but is that really for you? Yeah. Because it just like a nine to five, you can be super unhappy being an entrepreneur as well. You can be in the wrong field, doing the wrong thing and be so frustrated. Yeah. Um, so you have to really be intentional. But I do, like I said, I talk to someone, I say, okay, what do you want to do? What is, what is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish? And then what skills do you have to make sure that this is going to work out? And so I think that's something great that's in that kind of thought process before you really dive in or start investing or looking for investors. Absolutely. And I always believe um, that your purpose is a combination, right? What are you good at? What does the world need? And what do you mm -hmm. enjoy? The, the combination of those three things is very likely to be your purpose. Mm -hmm. I agree. So as a pending mompreneur, what advice do you have for balancing it all? Oh my gosh, that is still the struggle. But <laughs> I tell people this, try to stay ahead of things. Mm -hmm. um, as moms, I know it varies. So I'm not saying that every household is the same, but right. in my house, I'm the one who pays our bills as far as like the going in and doing that. I'm the one that's responsible to make sure the kiddos are educated and all the schoolwork is done. The house is mostly clean is on me. Um, all the things, doctor's appointments, plus balancing my business. So Planning ahead is going to be essential. If you see behind me, there's some planners back there. I have a law of attraction one and a goal setting one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I use my planners. I try to plan ahead. I try to group 
like things. So if I know I have to go out the house on a, do appointments, I try to get as many of those in the same day. Or if I'm going out the house and doing like errands, that would be grocery pickup. I'm not going in the store, things like that. Planning meals. Um, also letting your family know your schedule. Sometimes we get so busy that we know everyone else's schedule, but we don't, they don't know ours. So like right now I'm like, Hey, I need you quiet. I'm on a podcast. Yeah. Um, so they know, you know, doors closed. It's not that I don't want to speak to them. It's not that I don't want to spend time, but this is business time. So I would say to any new mom or mom who's also a business boss, you know, we're out here doing things. Um, make sure you one, yes, find balance. You want to make sure you have time for your family, but also make sure everyone in your family is in the loop and that everybody also knows their part. Um, there will be times when you can't do the dishes and clean the house, especially if you're just starting, your mate may not understand why they'll say, well, you're at home, especially if you're like me working from home. Why isn't this done? You yeah. need to tell them, don't get upset because <laughs> right. they don't know, don't know any better. Tell them, Hey, this is why we need to maybe team up. We need to figure something out, get your kids involved. The kids here each have a little job and it helps with the collective. Right, so right. whatever balances to you, find that. But I would say pre-planning would be your best tool because if everybody knows that we clean bathrooms twice a week on this day and we do dishes and whose responsibility is this and that, it'll be a lot smoother for you. I know for me, it took a while, but now my husband understands I have to do business. I can't just stare at him. Sometimes he'll yeah. even come up and hang out in the office. The kids know, like you, you hear there, you may hear a sound, but nobody's going to open this door unless yeah. somebody's dying. That's the rule. <laughs> Nobody will open the door unless it's an emergency. And that's because we all are part of this. Your family's a part of your business. Yeah. You're doing it for them. So yeah, finding balance would definitely be, like I said, communication and pre-planning. <laughs> like I know I have to come back to because I know I'll go out on a tangent, but yeah. <laughs> Communication and pre-planning um, yeah. will get you far. And, and don't get frustrated when at first it doesn't work. It's going to take a while to find what system works for you and your household. Perfect. Thank you so much for that. What would you say is your number one secret to success overall? Um, let's see. I think it would probably go back to mindset. It really would. Um, I'm naturally a pretty driven person, but I think that if I didn't have the mindset I have, I wouldn't be successful uh, yeah. because there are, there are so many days where it's just hard. Yeah. Uh, and that's just the honest to God truth where maybe you didn't get that client or you, you know, the money that you thought you were going to have, you're not getting a product doesn't do as well as you thought. Yeah. Um, you didn't make enough time to spend with family like you wanted to just life happens. And I'm able to, to get perspective. Like I'm able to step away from the situation yeah. and look at the whole thing and get perspective. And I think that that's important. And everyone doesn't have that mindset. Some people are, they're in it and they can't see around it. You're in that box, dealing with it, fighting through it. And you have to find a way to step back and gain perspective because no matter how bad things get, they could be worse. And you always have a chance to do better. As long as you're alive, you have a chance to do better the next day. And you have to sometimes realize that because no matter how good of a business person you are, everything's not going to go your way. You're not going to get every single client. You're not going to get every single gig. You're not going to have the best um, event ever every time. You have to be able to say, maybe this wasn't what I wanted it to be, but what are the positives I can take out? 
this wasn't where I wanted to be, but what can I do better next time? And just having that mindset will help you continue to move forward versus be beat down. That's why a lot of people quit. <laughs> like I said, entrepreneurship is not easy. People quit every day. I'm telling you. And, and if you come into this thinking, oh, this is going to be nice. I don't have to clock in. I don't have to clock out. I can make this money. Get ready. <laughs> Get ready because it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. You really need to know that, like I said, there's going to be some days, there's going to be some hurdles, some hills to climb, like that old gospel song. Um, it really is. And you need to be able to just detach from it from a moment. I always tell people, have a pity party if you want. Let it last 24 hours, then get back in there and get moving because you just have to be able to push forward because that's what successful people do. Absolutely. And that's the thing. Um, and part of the reason why I started this podcast, be to have like real conversations, because when you're chasing your dreams, it's not always cute. It's not always pretty. But if you definitely not just look at the highlight reels on social media, you'll think the rest of the world is having all of these good things. And I think that's why people quit because you look around and all you're seeing is the good stuff that everybody is showing because that's all people want to talk about, right? Mm -hmm. But no one's having the conversation. It is hard. You're going to want to quit. You may have highs and lows in the same day. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if no one's having those conversations and then you hit a low, which is perfectly normal, you think you're the only one. So then it's like, well, maybe it's not for me. Exactly. I actually on my Facebook page for my business, um, I do a segment called um, Get Ready With Me, where I'm more raw, real. People catch yeah. me just in life and I talk about the ups and downs and good days and bad days because I do agree social media tends to not show the behind the scenes, the behind the curtain with the veil off. Like this is real life. Um, I even told my viewers today on my private group, I actually had a bad eye day. And I said, guys, like this is real. I have to be makeup ready in hours. I said, and, I, and, and it has to be done. There's no send somebody else on the yeah. face of my brain. And so I told them, I was like, this is, that, this is what I'm talking about. When you have to mind over matter and say, I have to get this done. I have to do this. Right. I think it's good for people to see, like you said, those types of moments. Because when you go through that moment where you're hurting, it's been a long day, you're tired, yeah. but you have to go speak at an event, you get your butt up there and put on the best show ever. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's part of your job, really. Your job is to sell your brand at all times. You have to just get up there and do it. Absolutely. Well, this has been a really great conversation. Thank you so much for sharing your dream with us. Um, I've learned quite a bit. I got a few notes, you know, in my mental notebook. But where can people find you if they want to learn more or maybe even contract your services? Definitely. The easiest way to get in contact with my company is by emailing us at irocmbs at gmail. That's I-R-O-C-M-B-S at gmail. Um, you can also always catch us on Facebook and Instagram at IROC Marketable Business Solutions. Um, and we would be happy to talk to you. So you can slide in our DMs. <laughs> We're fine with that. Um, and we'd be happy to help you. We do uh, really great at helping small businesses with big marketing solutions. We also have coaching. And if you're someone who just wants to get the information and go, we also have a new e-course platform. So we have a little bit for everybody to get you where you want to be in your business. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for your time, Corey.
Thank you for having me. Awesome. We'll see you next week, guys. Are we connected in the social world? If not, I want you to do me a favor. Go to your favorite social media platform and follow me at Tierra Nicole Riley. Whether that's Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, or my personal favorite, Instagram, make sure you connect with me for daily inspiration on all of the things. All right, talk to you soon.